You are listening to Digital Pocket with Ken Helms and Don Johnson. We're here in the studio at uh, Sunny 97.7 WMOI WRAM here in Monmouth, Illinois, doing this podcast recording. We're just going to talk a little bit about the digital uh, life that everybody is leading and the technology that goes with it. And we call it Digital Pocket because, heck, hopefully by the end of this program, you leave away with a little bit of digital in your pocket that you can talk about. Uh, I'm Ken Helms, and this is Don Johnson. Don, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, your background? Well, uh, I've been in Monmouth now, I don't know, about 12 years. Uh, Before that, I was in the military. Uh, Didn't have a lot of uh, background in IT before the military. That's kind of what kicked it off. Um, I needed to get some some college credit, so I took a couple computer classes before I joined the military and then kind of kicked off from there. So uh, I've been in the IT industry in one way or another for probably uh, about 20, 21 years now. Um, I've been at the school district as the IT director now for 10 and a half years, almost 11. Um, so yeah, just been around a lot, out, uh, mostly uh, in education now, but a lot of the, the business side, uh, working with a local repair company here in town for a while um, on the IT side too. Great, great. And uh, my background comes from uh, basically technology. Uh, always been in technology myself, uh, 20 plus years. Started off uh, small business consulting, uh, different things like that. Uh, municipal government actually ended up becoming my largest client. And I've been with the city about 13 years uh, now, doing everything from servers to uh, SCADA control systems, which I'm sure we'll talk about later. Um, that's some pretty neat technology. Uh, so I guess we're just going to uh, talk a little bit about what we come up with in our day-to-day life and what we think uh, uh, people kind of need to know. Um, so I'll start it off with uh, talking about backups. That is a huge, uh, important thing. Uh, the more complicated you make a system, the more prone it is to failure, um, and things always go wrong. And uh, when they do, it's really nice to have uh, a good backup. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about backups, Don, and kind of what your uh, what your approach is to them? Yeah, um, I mean, backups are super important, as as you said, with just the amount of data that we live by now, um, personal data on our phones, on our devices, on uh, on the internet, um, how we secure that, and how we back that up. Um, you know, I was thinking the other day as as we kind of talked about this leading up to today. Um, you know, the data we have ranges, I, I know my wife stores years of photos on a computer. So we don't have, you know, printed photos anymore. So all of our life right now in photos is stored on a computer. Um, and while that, you know, a loss of that would be a huge emotional loss, mm-hmm. um, there's not a lot of financial loss in that. There's not a lot of, of uh, real consequences in that. But as we start talking through banks and financial data and we start talking about healthcare with personal medical data mm-hmm. and things like that, I mean, the financial cost of, of losing data and not having backups can be astronomical for some of those industries. Um, as far as, as like my, uh, my personal um, thoughts on backup or, or, or why or how we should do backups, um, at the school district, uh, we have a third party right now that's mm-hmm. doing most of our backups, but we do a weekly backup and then incremental daily. Mm-hmm. Um, so once a week, everything's backed up as a full backup starting the week. And then every day after that, 
Um, it's what's called a delta backup, but it just mm -hmm. incrementally backs up the files that change on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so on and so forth. So uh, in the event of data loss, we might have to go back a day. We might have to go back two days, mm -hmm. depending on what time frame it is in that day. But we should be able to restore a weekly backup and then bring it back up to within a day mm -hmm. uh, of file systems, which is huge for uh, a business, a school district, whatever the case might be. Thinking about you guys over at the at the city, um, you know, mm -hmm. if the police department, fire department, if systems go down, you got to restore that backup. Yep. Time um, is very important, but it's not just the time to back up; it's the amount of time you have to go back uh -huh. to get it so um that'd be my personal philosophy on backups i mean obviously i think we could get into you know how you should back up where you should back up how mm -hmm. many backups you should have i mean that's there, there's a lot into mm -hmm. backups so it's just that's a deep topic <laughs> yeah it is um very 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 deep uh topic uh, with backups myself um you know like you mentioned there's there's incremental backups so that would be um you basically take a, a full copy of the backup um, that's all your system files different things like that and then uh, let's say um, you know Susie changes a Excel spreadsheet at 9 a.m. Uh, instead of it taking a full backup again which takes time takes resources takes all that stuff um, instead of it doing that uh, what it'll do is it'll just do the system files that have changed. And that's a great strategy to do because it's very fast, very efficient. Um, and then, like you said, full backups after that um, on a lesser basis. That way you make sure you have your full uh, integrity, different things like that. Um, one of the things that I've seen a lot from businesses is not using um, offline backups, meaning, you know, they 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 take these backups and they put them in the cloud um, or they always have this is one of the most notorious things that I've seen is uh, they always have a USB hard drive plugged into the computer and that's plugged into the computer it never leaves so now if all of a sudden lightning strikes that computer malware gets into that computer um, anything like that happens it also takes out the backup so it's always good to have an additional backup that's not plugged in um, you know maybe you keep it in your desk drawer at home or a safety deposit box somewhere that's off-site in case the uh, entire you know building burns down something like that um, but yeah, um, I, I think one of the reasons that backups are so important um, is actually the presence of ransomware um, that has cost businesses so much money. Um, and now a lot of insurance uh, underwriters are saying, hey, let's just go ahead and pay this ransomware, get your data back, um, and then you're going to need to, uh, you know, nuke and pave your system, make sure that they can't do it again. Uh, and let's put some tighter security in uh, because it is so effective at doing it that it's literally one of those things where it's cheaper to pay it than to have that downtime. And with ransomware, the one way that is proven to defeat that is by having an offline backup, something that you can just do. Now, the problem with that, like you said, um, how old is that backup? That backup might be a week old. It might be a month old. It might be six months old. Um, yep. How much data does a business, you know, generate or a school district or a city, wherever the client is um, in that period of time? Yeah, I mean, you know, we've talked about this also, but the school district did get hit with some ransomware 
uh, I don't know, four or five years ago. Um, and it, it, it's a, a note to not just how often, not just where your backups are, but how often you're backing mm-hmm. up too. I mean, those incremental backups on a daily basis are great. Um, I th- I was being super aggressive at, at that point in time with backups and mm-hmm. I was backing up weekly, but then my incremental backups were like every four hours. Mm-hmm. So uh, when, when you're doing an incremental backup and it's just change, just backing up all the, the files that have changed, mm-hmm. then at 2 a.m. when somebody from Russia or whatever from yeah. from these other countries are getting into your systems and dropping uh, ransomware, dropping malware, whatever they're doing, uh, by 6 a.m. that's already been mm-hmm. backed up. So not only is your system infected now, but your backup's also infected. Yep. So now you've got a backup that's no good. You've got to go farther back. So you, you lose a little bit more data on that. Um, but if your backup's infected, then it's, it's just not viable. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, when we look at that, r- ransomware is horrendous. Um, and like you said, I, I, I've seen a lot of businesses as well. They mm-hmm. just, let's just plug in the hard drive and, and yeah. run the backup utility and leave it there. Yep. Um, I've also seen some, some very wise businesses where they do that, but then every day they take that, that USB hard drive out and take it off site, plug a different one in for the next day. Mm-hmm. So their incremental backups on a daily basis are actually, uh, they have different hard drives for every day. Yeah. So if something gets infected, they have a hard drive from yesterday that's not on site, that's off site and, and backed up. So that gives them a much better chance of recovering data without too much loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, uh, it's tough. It's very tough, very expensive. I think, like you made a good point, uh, most of these attacks are actually are not coming from within inside the United States. Um, they're coming from places where uh, cybercrime may have very, very loose laws determining it, or uh, it's state-sponsored. You know, it, it's kind of an, an economic thing where they do it, and that's that's one of the the biggest challenges um, I think on stuff like this is just the prosecution on it and anytime crime is made a gray business in a country I guess you could say um, those attacks are just gonna just gonna keep happening just keep doing stuff for sure and I, I think you hit it a little bit earlier but having backups is key to recovering from this but i think having backups is having good viable backups mm-hmm. is also the key to stopping this i mean uh, we've had that conversation in the past where like ransomware it's a business it's yeah. a business mindset these people are how, how do i make money today well i'm going to affect this system and they're going to pay me x amount of dollars to get the system unlocked yeah. um and they're banking on the fact that you don't have viable backups. So mm-hmm. that way they're going to they're gonna get paid. Now, w- when you pay them, they're going to give you the key. They're going to unlock oh, it because yeah. it's a good business model. Yep. Word of mouth. Hey, they did give me the key. I got my system unlocked, whatever. Um, but if we have viable backups and we can stop paying the ransoms mm-hmm. and more and more businesses can say, you know, just wipe the system and start over, mm-hmm. reload it and get the backups going, they're getting paid less and less. It's going to become less of a viable business model for these these hackers and these, these uh, bad players out there that eventually it'll slow down or, or stop a lot more if we can not pay them. Yep. And, uh, you know, it, uh, cybercrime, especially this type of cybercrime, uh, there is a cost just to producing the software. Um, I, and I hate to say it soft, software, I guess malware um, that is ransomware because, 
uh, everybody has antivirus on their computers. That's a that's a common thing that you know uh, if you don't have it on there, you should. And you've probably been told that since you started using a, a computer, especially a Windows-based platform. Uh, so to keep this type of malware um, still alive out in the wild to where uh, virus antivirus uh, that's definition based isn't grabbing it all the time. Uh, the programmers of these bad uh, pieces of software constantly have to keep updating it. They have to either encrypt it or, or make changes to the file code and by doing that uh, it's costing them time. So if we can stop giving them a product that actually pays out, um, then all of a sudden it's not worth their investment. Unfortunately, they're going to invest in other uh, things, whether that is, um, you know, paid attacks on networks or stuff like that. Um, that yep. may not be ransomware. That may be other things. Um, but it is it is amazing how much business can actually be affected by ransomware. Um, too. Oh, yeah. It could be something very simple. Um, I, I mean, I'm thinking, I'm not, and I'm not saying that it's always ransomware that causes that, uh, but just imagine how many times, uh, I guess, how disruptive it is when you, say, walk into a gas station and their gas station says they only take cash. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, everybody's life is based around technology now, so when we have probably the nastiest type, which is ransomware, um, and it disrupts a business's service capacity, uh, man, that's just, that's crazy. Yeah, it is. And, and I mean, it doesn't just disrupt for a couple hours generally, because depending on what's, what's got the ransomware on it, depending on what's been locked up, it's, it's hours and hours spent rebuilding that system or wiping that system and then running the backup. But if it's multiple systems in a business, you're looking at multiple days of downtime for that mm -hmm. business of lost revenue of, of lost product, uh, production, productivity, whatever the case might be all because of this ransomware that got onto three or four computers or mm -hmm. in, you know, in some cases I know I, I didn't read the full report, but I think it was LA school district got mm -hmm. hit last year and, yeah. and they were down for four or five days. If I remember right, yeah. because of how much actually got hit and had to be taken offline. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately backups are really the only solution here um you and i both lock our systems down a ton probably to the point to where it aggravates users when they have to come ask us for updates and do different things like that but there's a reason to do that it's to try and stop the executables um, that actually bring this out but you can't stop a hundred percent of it they're always coming up with new ways um one of the particular ways that i've seen uh, malware packages execute on really hardened systems uh, but that still have connection to the internet is they make it look like it might be a Chrome update. It might be something there that uh, causes it to execute and uh, the number one common thing is at some point uh, an end user and not to directly blame end users but unfortunately this is the way it goes at some point somebody clicked OK something they thought maybe it was a valid update it looked great it looked just like the thing that Windows Update puts out or that Java puts out or that Chrome does um, or there's the other side where it said your computer has a virus and I need to clean it stuff like that uh, at some point somebody clicked OK yeah and that allowed it to drop that package onto the operating system and then begin to do its damage and uh, I mean it's 
how do you, how do you trust what's popping up if you don't have IT staff? And that's one of the major things with these small businesses is they they probably don't have IT staff. It's probably uh, contract ops mm-hmm. at best, or it's more uh, hey something's broke. Let's call um, X Y Z company to come fix it. And they don't have a service commitment with X Y Z, so they're only coming in when something's broken, and uh, that's how stuff gets outdated different things like that i mean uh, 